Actors, we've all got issues, so let's talk about them. I'm Juaniala, and welcome to Actors with Issues. Each week, we bring you interviews with actors from across TV, film, and Broadway, taking many deep dives into their careers and getting into the successes, the struggles, and of course, the issues that they face as actors. That's enough about us. Let's dive into the episode. Today's guest is an actor you've seen in film and television. You've heard his voice in video games from Tiny Pretty Things and Quantum Leap to Mortal Kombat and Call of Duty. And now starring in Acapulco on Apple TV Plus. Please welcome to the stage Bayardo de Murguia. Bayardo, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Juan, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, so before we dive into the show and the issues, uh, given the name of our show, uh, we always start with a quick game. Uh, so just pick a number between one, two or three. Uh, I would do two. Okay, so game number two, it's called Getting to Know You. It's just some quick rapid fire questions uh, to get to know you a little better. So we always start with coffee or tea. Uh, cafecito, always. Uh, are you a morning person or a night owl? Uh, I'm trying to be a better morning person, but I've always been a night owl. Film or TV? Film. Drama or comedy? Uh, drama. Hero or villain? Villain. Stage or screen? Stage. What director are you dying to work with? Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Um, I will say I'm going to go with, you know, Martin Scorsese. Uh, what is the last show that you binge watched? Last show I binge watched The Resort on Peacock. Good choice. Great job. Uh, if you could have dinner with any actor, dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I Right now, uh, I'll do uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, what movie never fails to make you laugh? <laughs> Spaceballs. And what movie never fails to make you cry? Ooh. Um, Forrest Gump. And lastly, describe your most memorable audition in three words. And memorable can be good or bad. So that is up to you. Uh, painful. Um, embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, dancing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I take it you're not a dancer? <laughs> um, I mean, I can, I can dance uh, in mm -hmm. Tiny Pretty Things. I was a ballet choreographer, but um, right. it's, it's not always my forte. <laughs> right. It's like some of us, you know, if you don't have like extensive theater training, you can like pick up choreography, but yeah. you need a little while with it, you know? So if it's like yeah. 30 seconds, okay, we're ready. You're like, mm, five more minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, just a couple more minutes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, you know, on our show, we've done over of this particular show, over 150 episodes, we always talk about like, that moment that actors know when they want to be an actor, but I want to fast forward just past that moment. And so let's say that you, you know, whatever it was in your life, you made that decision, I want to be an actor, I want to dive in and really pursue this career. What was your goal at that point in time? Did you know you wanted to do more stage or go the TV and film route? Did you want to do more drama or comedy? What was on your mind at that time? I fell into acting when I was uh, basically a football player in college. And once I started studying, um, the university I went to, University of San Diego, had a partnership with the Old Globe. And so I was able to kind of take more part in stage uh, at the Old Globe. We did a few Shakespeare festivals and stuff. For me, it was just some more of a matter of I just wanted to do it. 
you know? Mm. So the opportunities that were presented to me at the time were more stage and then eventually film and TV once I moved to LA. But honestly, it was just like, I was just so fascinated by telling stories, by diving into characters, by evoking emotions from people watching it, that I just wanted to do it as much as I could, as often as I could, audition as much as I could. And then that's kind of how it just kind of went in the beginning for me. And now that you've done um, so much film and TV, and as we said, also going to voiceover, you do animated things, you do video games. Um, is theater still on your radar? Do you want to do something on Broadway, head to the UK, do something in the West End? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I believe like there's nothing like live theater and live stage, even if it's mm -hmm. just like a stage reading that you're performing in. It's, it's always a great way to keep the, the creative muscle going. Um, and I would love to eventually, you know, see, go to New York and, and try to find the right project that will have me, you know? Um, but as far as like, you know, uh, a triple threat singer dancer, that's I'll leave those down to the professionals. Right. But, uh, as far as where I go, like, yeah, something on stage would be amazing. I think a couple is going to make a great episode, a uh, great, uh, musical just saying. Oh yeah. I, Very bright and colorful <laughs> and lively. You know, you've got all the ingredients there yeah exactly and uh so speaking of acapulco with um season two um you know firstly acapulco is like one of my favorite shows of last year is on my top 10 list um when i put my list together and um as we said we've gotten to chat with a bunch of your co-stars and they always gush about like how much of a family unit they are um especially with how everything is put together how everyone's like you're basically quarantined on the actual resort um, while filming and all of that. So for you, given that your character was also new to the world of the show, was it easy for you to enter uh, the character or was it a little bit more challenging because they're sort of so like lively and over the top? Yeah, it uh, for me, it was kind of a bit of both. It was very scary because I was, Fabian is a character that like we basically created and he was spoken of in Espectacular was referred to in the first season. Um, so the scary part of it was, of course, like diving into creating a persona and creating a character for the show. Um, what was great is that I was a fan of the show before I got cast. Like, I, I love season one. And to be able to take part in season two, it was like super exciting for me. But also I wanted to be respectful of the tone that was already set. Um, but what's really awesome is that the entire cast and crew like are made up of just wonderful individuals. They were very open. They were very welcoming. And from the very beginning, I felt as though like, you know, I, they let me come in with open arms. Um, and that also makes you be super proud of the show and super proud of, of what comes out of it and makes you more inspired to do the best work that you can. And it, it was a great experience. It's always wonderful to hear that when you are sort of welcomed because I feel like, you know, 10 years after a show and someone will say like, oh, my experience was horrible. You know, they yeah. just like, cause it, you know, some people are like protective with their work and whatnot. But again, having chatted with so many people from the show, it really does give that genuine sense of like, they're all just like the loveliest people, you know, which yeah. is crazy cause so many of them, not so many of them, but you know, like, um, you know, Hector can be a little shady and there's, you know, there's some shady characters on the show, but just everyone, all the actors are like the loveliest people. Yeah, and we, we, we spent time in Puerto Vallarta every day, like eating together, filming together. There was a lot of sobremesa where we would eat dinner and then just stay and hang out. Mm -hmm. And we were, you know, we were able to, the ability to shoot in between both languages and like have awesome conversations. It was just like, you know, it, it, it's unforgettable for me. So it was awesome. 
And uh, as we said, your character, um, Fabian Solares, is the host of uh, this like gossip show, Espectacular. And, you know, Latinos are all about chisme. There's so many gossip shows out there. I grew up watching <laughs> El Gordo y la Flaca and Despierta America and all of that. So um, did you take any inspiration from any particular TV personalities for your character? I did. Um, for the first person that I knew, like personally, well, not personally, but like I knew of, of course, was Perez Hilton growing up. And mm -hmm. but that was in, you know, what he did to people was very malicious and, you know, outing people before they wanted to and just stuff that he did just wasn't always the greatest, mm -hmm. but it was the first person that came to mind. So that part of like almost the villain or an almost like the wanting to do whatever it takes to get all the chisme, um, there was elements of that that I took, but also because Fabian is a very like uh, yeah, extravagant personality. Um, I also love taking from Walter Mercado because I watched him growing <laughs> up. <laughs> and so yeah. his movements and just the way that he was just like, some stuff like little little small uh, specificity there as far as like movements and hand control and stuff that I took from Walter. And then there was a few other uh, TV personalities that like Enrique, for example, when I first met him would talk about like what I reminded him of. Um, I think the guy's name was Fernando Larey. And then, um, but mostly for me, it was a little bit of Walter Mercado and Perez Hilton kind of around that. I mean, great choices for that type of character, especially. Especially with like Walter, you know, he's like very mystical and and always trying to. I feel like like any uh, you know he wasn't a magician, but like magicians like will do like a flare to like distract you, <laughs> and like yeah yeah somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And um, having guest starred on a number of shows as well, like we mentioned, um, The Rookie and Quantum Leap. Uh, where you sort of like come in, you do that one episode, you work for a week or a few days, and then you sort of on to the next. Um, I'm curious, do you prefer these like slightly smaller roles and working on a variety of projects within a year? Or do you prefer like a longer arc where you really get to like delve into a character? Like if you had to choose, which would you prefer? Uh, I do prefer getting a longer arc and being able to really dive into stuff because that's what makes it uh, so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, but I, the one-offs are like going into an established show. Like I, I use every opportunity to act as a learning experience. And so basically, you know, when you do go into a one-off, for example, like you learn the tone that's set with the cast and crew, you get to learn, you know, from the leads and everybody who's been, whether it's a show that's been there for 12, 13, 14 years, or it's just something that's brand new. Um, and I love to take whatever I can so that in the future, if I'm in a leadership position, you know, I can make, create the best atmosphere that I can for my coworkers and for the cast and crew and for everybody. Because you can tell when you get on set and the, the energy is amazing and everybody loves working, you know? Um, and that is something that in the future I would love to, you know, to put out there as well and, you know, have a great project where everyone's just really enjoying life and doing stuff. But as an actor, I love diving into to a character for a longer time period. And with so much content out there, especially with streaming, I feel like there's like, you know, tenfold the amount of opportunity for an actor uh, compared to just like 10 years ago before Netflix was around. Uh, is there any show or franchise that you're just like dying to work on that you haven't had the chance to, to do that genre, maybe like horror, sci-fi? Ooh, as far as, far as genres, um, I would definitely like to do something that's a little bit more sci-fi, um, especially considering like stuff like, like the movie Dune, which I'm a big fan of. And I know mm -hmm. that they're doing a series on HBO Max, like Raised by Wolves was a great show. Like I have always loved sci-fi and even sci-fi spoofs, like that I mentioned earlier. 
Um, so I love, I would love to have the opportunity to create like world in fantasy. Um, and I think that would be awesome. Like something to look forward to. Um, for me also just being a bilingual, bicultural actor, you know, any opportunity that I have to, to represent, you know, someone that speaks both languages and all that, I think mm -hmm. that would be, that would be great, especially as more Latino characters are being introduced into like comic movies and stuff like that. Like, I just want that to keep going. And then hopefully be one of them at some point. And uh, looking back, is there anything that comes to mind as something that you've learned in your career that you wish you learned just a little earlier? Whether it's about acting or show yeah. business? Um, I think we have to remind ourselves that we can only focus on the things that we can control. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned over the years how to let go better of things. And sometimes as an actor with our additions, with our, the, you know, any opportunities that we have, we might obsess over things too much. And for me, especially, it's like, if, if an opportunity comes and I say it doesn't go my way, I always, I treat it as in like, what went wrong? What could I do better for the next time when, you know, this type of opportunity arises, you know, every audition that I go through, I always think about what can I do better on what, what happened? If it was in person, did I break down and not do what I wanted or whatever? Um, so, but sometimes there's just stuff that's outside of our control. So yeah. even though that is a positive, constructive way of going forward, um, I've learned to teach myself that there's just some things that, you know, if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be and doors will open up in the future. And I, and that's okay if it doesn't go our way. Um, and so I've learned to, to teach myself to, to let go and, and to move forward and to always stay positive. And also, uh, similarly, what comes to mind as like an issue that you've had to deal with in, in your career that you could share some advice with uh, or share advice on for our audience? Yeah, um, I would definitely I would definitely speak on, especially for males, like mental health it is a important thing for us as actors and us as people. And I've learned to teach people like always find things that ground you that are outside of your art. You know, for me, I love to ride motorcycles. I, I love to like physical activity and exercise and like even whatever, watching TV for a little bit. Like that it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to have emotions, but also to like be able to ground ourselves with other things that can take our mind off of, of you know, depression and sadness and stuff because our, our lives go up and down and we go through so much. And I think that I was raised as a, you know, Mexican-American that was always taught to be like the tough masculine and you can't yeah. show your emotions and all that. And it's like, honestly, yes, you can. Like, mm. you can, and that's okay. Um, and I, I think, you know, that, so the, the idea of talking about mental health is important and that it's okay to know that, you know, we can feel bad sometimes, but also know that there's stuff out there that can, that can ground us and take care of us. And there's people that love us that will always uh, be there for you. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, completely agree. I think that it's, to me, it's a little amusing within, you know, the Latino culture. Um, I, I was raised, you know, Salvadorian American. Um, and similarly, that sort of machismo exists, I feel like across the culture, which is very frustrating. Um, but it's like, you know, don't show your emotions. Like, well, hiding is tougher. That always like sort of blew my mind. I'm like, you know, not speaking is considered tough when it's like, instead of being upfront and honest is seen as weakness. It was always so strange to me because it's like, yeah. it's like the idea of hiding. And I'm like, how is that 
tough but sure <laughs> but yeah yeah and, until we explode and then it's like you know it's, it's yeah. too late and so i i've learned to be a little bit more outspoken of how how i feel mm-hmm. respectfully of course right. um but it took me a long time to to get there and and understand that like yeah it's not always going to be a great day but it's okay you know yeah uh so before we go we always end with um a few non-rapid fire questions uh so the pressure's off uh so fill in the blank if i weren't working in the arts i'd be Ha. A jazz no, that's art. Oh, I'd have to do something that's not an artistic name. I was I was gonna say jazz pianist, but um okay. I would be a restaurateur. How's that? Mm. Uh, what role have you had the most fun playing? Uh Fabian Solaris on Acapulco, for sure. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? Uh my I took journalism in college and my teacher, Ron Bond, um, older gentleman, always said, stay hungry, run scared. So stay hungry and always fight for stuff and keep wanting to get better and better and then run scared because as soon as you get an ego or think that, you know, you have it, it's going to come back and, and bite you. So stay hungry, run scared. Love that. And what's the worst advice you've ever gotten? Uh, <laughs> um that's a tough one the worst advice that i've ever gotten would be um when people say (laughs) when people say it's not gonna be it's gonna be okay like don't worry it's gonna be okay i'd be like no that's the worst advice because it's not always gonna be okay but it's gonna be okay (laughs) yeah i think that's gonna be like the worst because sometimes yeah it's not it's not always gonna be okay but it is gonna be okay how's that (laughs) it's funny there's always like such good intentions behind people saying that you know but it's almost like you know oh you'll get through it it's like "Mm, am i we'll see yeah (laughs) talk to me in a week exactly yeah exactly and uh lastly in 10 words or less what advice would you give to a young actor um 10 words or less I would say focus on what you can control one more um always stay positive awesome well Bayardo, thank you so much for for taking the time to chat with us uh if anyone wants to give you a follow on social media instagram where can they find you yeah uh, my instagram is bayardo d b is in boy a y a r d o and then the letter d um and then on twitter i'm bayardo d e and folks you know the joy you can follow us on instagram at actors with issues give me a follow at juan yala official and subscribe to our show on youtube spotify wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes every monday and bonus episodes throughout the week and of course don't miss bayardo de morguilla and acapulco with new episodes streaming every friday on apple tv plus i'm juan yala this is actors with issues we'll see you next week